Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, live every Wednesday night, 10.15 Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Yes, shout out the Twitch rooms. Wednesday nights after NXT, we go live here. You know why. We are NXT friends. Friends! And Thursdays, hey, you want other takes on AEW Dynamite? Well, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we've been going live for BD Elite as well. We're recording live on the Twitch there. So join us for these shows weekly. We've been podcasting quite a bit. Always, always, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've got Shot in the Dark is up on the feed with John Ceno running down... Everything you might have missed, everything that might have slipped through the net in the last week, including NXT Elevation. Uh, NXT or the, Elevation? Sorry, no. NXT uh, Elevation. AW Dark Elevation. Velocity. Featuring, is it Herb Abrams or Tony Khan? Tony, <laughs> Tony Khan coming out uh, a little weird. On something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll talk about definitely more about that. You hear about Big Show? Saying Justin Bieber was yeah, supposed I to was, have a match. I was listening to the show today. Uh, okay, so Big Show says that Justin Bieber agreed to do a match with Big Show, Bieber, and Cena versus the Wyatts mm. at a SummerSlam a little while ago. And like Vince was, or someone in WWE was the one who turned it down. Yeah, WWE said that um, they didn't think the WWE audience would relate to Justin Bieber wow, and therefore nixed it. I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a huge believer. But no, like, but it, it's like, hey, look, I'm not a massive Bad Bunny fan, right, but I yeah. I get it. Like, I get it's, like, good to cross-promote and stuff. Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah, I, I've I've almost finished that in- interview with Big very Show. Strange. It's, it's interesting. I can't say I'm excited to see Big Show wrestle in AEW, but uh, maybe we'll talk more about The thing that um, 
I got, I think it was his conversation with Renee, where I'm the same as you. I've never been a massive Big Show fan. I can't say I'm particularly excited to watch him wrestle. But when he basically got told, um, we're not going to have you as a main eventer anymore. This was five years ago. We're not going to have you as a main eventer anymore. We're not going to, like, have you work that much. Um, We don't really see anything left in you, essentially. And he's like, man, I got these abs for nothing. He was like, back when I was smoking like two packs a day. Now he vapes. Was 500 pounds uh, and overweight. Like I was world champion. Now I'm actually in shape and there's nothing you can do with me. And he basically was like, I just found it funny coming from Vince. Because who's ever going to tell Vince McMahon to slow down? Mm. Like I'll tell myself when to slow down. Right. But yeah, I interesting talks. Again, just pulling the curtain back a little bit, seeing just... How many people seem unhappy in WWE? Well, it's also like maybe people don't like some of the stuff they're offered if it's not mm. what they want. We heard Kurt Angle recently being like, yeah, they wanted me to manage Matt Riddle. Didn't want to do it. They wanted to be a coach in NXT. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, maybe certain things aren't good enough for mm. you that you want to do other avenues. And uh, I can't say I'm excited to see Big Show wrestle, but I would like to see what he can bring to the table. I, I did not check out Elevation, but uh, listen to Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also have, speaking of John Cena, I have my review of last night's Impact up. New episode of Deep Impact. Um, highly recommend going and watching the segment between Rich Swan and Don Callis. Uh, awesome promos from both guys. And has genuinely made me more interested in the match. I was kind of interested beforehand, yeah. but after that, it was all Don Callis basically saying that Rich Swan was one of his guys, but shiny new toys, right? There's always something shinier. And mm. says Swan is um, like a once in a decade, but Kenny's a once in a millennium. And just really good stuff from both guys. So highly recommend going and checking that out if you're an AEW fan and maybe interested in that crossover they're doing yeah i mean the champs are new japan wrestlers yeah uh, as well and well we also the other night we watched uh we what you got me to watch raw kind of i don't know what was going on in raw some of the stuff what's going on with shane mcmahon and braun Strowman? that I, shit is so funny it's so bad but so i can't bad. it's like a car crash i can't not watch it yeah like shane just coming out being all mysterious like is he deliberately not speaking or is he forgetting his lines or what's going on i don't know but i'm glued to it it's, I think it's one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. I've got to say, and I am not, I am honestly not joking. There's no irony in my voice here. Yeah. Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon is the most interesting Braun Strowman match possible for me. Okay. There's nothing, right. no one else you could have him about, against that would make me interested in the slightest. Yeah, you're not wrong. But Shane McMahon, I'm like, all right. Shane's going to jump off something. It's Shane's going to jump it's gonna off something. It's going to be prolonged to WrestleMania. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they're meant to be fighting on Sunday. A but slime match. Let's see. Slime match, yeah. Uh, well, we watched Raw, and then we put on uh, New Japan. The, the New Japan Cup's going on. Yeah. Um, we just did a show last week with Jake from the Windy City, a world champ patron of ours. He chose the Super J Cup from mm-hmm. 1994, that famous... Um, New Japan show from all the way back. Highly recommend that review as well. But New Japan Cup is currently going on. And me and you decided to watch that match. Everyone seems to be talking about Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr., which was super Great crazy. match. Really yeah, good. Just like the bloody nose, the back and forth, the trash talking. Uh, it's the one time Zack Sabre Jr. wasn't quiet in this <laughs> match with Will Ospreay just yelling at each other. And I, I'm, I'm not British, but I like when I hear two British guys fighting and yelling funny words that I like. It's funny when it's against each other yeah. because I'm like, yeah, you, you would 
say that. Yeah. Sometimes when it's against American, yeah, because it I mean. kind of goes over the head, it's lost. But yeah, both of them, it just yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, I really really love that match, and I'm, I'm it's great. It, it made me want to watch check out some of the other stuff. Yeah, uh, I've I've only cherry picked, but from everything I've heard, everyone's kind of feels a bit rejuvenated with it uh, with New Japan and. It's been a strong tournament. I, I haven't seen today's matches, so I'll, I'll probably go and watch that tomorrow. They just announced a, Do- a Tokyo Dome show, okay? A baseball arena show. Yeah, like they're going. They're like, we missed out on some shows. We're catching up. So, I assume they must have some sort of deals with these where they're yeah. getting a yeah a good price or whatever because it it does seem ambitious to do. Dana White saw that and was like, you know what? I'm doing a show, yeah, and I'm filling it with people <laughs> in Florida, uh, and that's why WrestleMania tickets are delayed. I think because they're like Friday. You're like, believe. huh? I wonder how many more people we could get in there. I think there. so. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that. Uh, so very, very interesting. Uh, I know we we mentioned uh, John Cena shot in the dark. But we also did a show with him mm-hmm. this week, and it dropped yesterday, uh, a little early for your St. Patrick's Day vibes. Yes, Happy St. Patrick's Day. We did a review. Of Leprechaun. Oh, yes. I'm a Leprechaun. That St. Patrick's Day classic. The classic, <laughs> which now we've started every St. Patrick's Day. We're going to go through the Leprechauns. We haven't even asked John, but John now we're I, telling He's you. down. He's down. I know he's down. <laughs> I just um, want to get the Leprechaun in there. But thing. also, this St. Andrew's Day, this November, <laughs> more importantly, you're you're like burying the lead here. Yeah, We're we... going to review a film called... Loch Ness. Starring... Ted Danson. Yes, star of the Twitch himself, Ted Danson. Uh, what happened on Monday? I don't know. We, we, we were smoking on one of them funny cigarettes. Uh, we went on a, a little tangent about uh, Ted Danson. A little dancing. <laughs> uh, and we decided that there's all these, like folklore tales about like leprechauns and stuff and you want to hear the history of st patrick's day and leprechauns and all that that spooky stuff listen to this uh leprechaun review on our patreon because it was super fun and uh, great to to talk all about the irish and lucky charms and everything mm. uh and Braden doing his best non-offensive irish yeah yeah impression yeah, throughout. yeah. it's okay it's okay <laughs> I, I it's in my blood I, I people think i'm more irish than i am anything else and i'm a good little sprite remix but people mm. always think i'm just irish but um and uh, I, I i which i'm part irish but I, today i i got my guinness and i got my jameson just to be in the mood we recorded a behind the bde for world champs today in our backyard. Oh, yeah. We were, we were outside. We were outside today. So today was a good day. So that'll be dropping for World Champs probably on Friday. I'll put it out. But we've been podcasting so much. Yeah, we, we're joined by another world champion this week, Thomas Mulligan. We're going to go back in time to talk all about NXT TakeOver London. That's going to be dropping this weekend. Uh, headlined by Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Really great cr- uh, show and great yeah. crowd that we're going to talk all about. And don't forget to subscribe to the Twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast. Every Friday, John Ceno and Mike go on there, the other guys, and do a bit of a TV movie chat. Now, this week's big. We've got the debut of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and all the Oscar nominations are coming out. So 6.30 Eastern time on Friday for that. And then stay on to watch SmackDown. Join us for the watch along, and I'm... Pretty sure I know already we're going to be re-watching Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns from Fastlane 2015 Ooh. this Friday. To get us all geared up for the main event this Sunday, it's our Fastlane watch-along. Yeah, come hang out with Davey and uh, watch Fastlane. I, I'm, I'm, I decided it's not worth taking a vacation day off work, Fair. saving that for Mania. Uh, so... 
uh, it's Roman versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, shall we? Uh, we'll quickly do. There aren't that many matches announced, so we've got a rematch: Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for the tag titles. Um, are they going to do the kind of Sean Cena thing and put the titles on Sasha and Bianca? Do it. Maybe I think seeing that we're doing this match a second time, perhaps that's what's happening, and maybe that's why they needed to create NXT tag titles. Right. We've got Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan with either Edge or Jey Uso as the special guest enforcer. <laughs> Jey Uso versus yeah. Edge this Friday, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just I think we're obviously going to get Edge versus Roman Reigns, but mm. from what I gather and seeing little things here and there, it they inadvertently made me more interested in like a Daniel Bryan story again. I think like that's, they did it again. I I think honestly they've already achieved what they need to do with this pay per view. With yeah. a pay per view so close to WrestleMania, you need to put that seed of doubt in your head that plans could change. Now, obviously, Roman Reigns versus Edge seems like the match. But Daniel Bryan's just the perfect person to put in that position. And the idea of a Bryan-Edge match is really interesting to me as well. I see Roman Reigns walking out the champ here. But I I think they've done a really nice job building this because I am intrigued. And I would like to see Bryan win it. You know, there's someone I wish was wrestling at Fastlane or WrestleMania. Andrade. Yeah. Pour a little out. Not quite yet. Not Not quite yet. yet. Leave the memories alone. You know he was watching AEW tonight. Yeah, <laughs> he's watching the New Japan. Well, Cup. shall we? Uh, let's quickly finish this. Oh, sorry, <laughs> we've only said two matches. I really don't care about Fastlane, honestly. Uh, I just, I, I will definitely check out Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. Mm. But everything you just said, I already forgot. I, it sounds like a really mid show. Um, well, we've got Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. I, I stand <laughs> very cor- <laughs> so corrected. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually been announced. Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton. Yeah, uh, maybe Soldier Boy was right. What happened to wrestling, man? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the ooze coming out of his mouth every thing, and she challenged him to a match. Let's go. Well, Brayden doesn't care, so let's talk about Andrade. <laughs> he put in his notice, it got denied, so he's just doing fuck all. So now he's fucked and in this limbo here? I assume so, yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Considering this guy, like, I feel like you kind of feel for him. He's been put in these positions. I really thought his feud with Rey Mysterio was going to, like, I don't know, elevate him. I thought his matches with Rey Mysterio were great. There were talks of, like, a mask versus hair match and stuff like that, but nothing. You'd figure, and I know, like, obviously he's in a relationship with Charlotte. They're very public about it. And, like, she is Mrs. WWE. She's signed Mm. on for that show, The Walking Tall show with her in it, which I'm, like, kind of down to watch i think i don't know uh and i'm just like man you you do deserve better because i feel like maybe he's the kind of guy who just enjoys wrestling and maybe putting on like yeah. the artistry of it right and there's there's certain types of people like that uh and i feel like we're we're being held back of watching such great classics like another gargano versus almas it's it's bizarre yeah um he will it seems the kind of paul Heyman guys are being completely forgotten about. Um, Is he a Paul Heyman guy? Well, the people Paul Heyman was pushing right. was Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Angel Garza, Alistair Black. What are any of them doing yeah, right now? and look at, they're all super talented people. Yeah. It's crazy. They could be the main highlights of these shows mm. right now, and and they're not. It's just crazy. Andrade's one in NXT, he like was there for a little while, and didn't quite find his groove. And then all of a sudden, like, something clicked. And it was just 
like Zelina. It was was amazing. Yeah. And she's gone too. So, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they team up again somehow if he eventually gets out of WWE and goes somewhere else. I wouldn't, I'm not necessarily saying Andrade needs to show up, uh, in, in AEW. Mm. I'm, I'm way more interested in him joining LIJ in New Japan uh, with Naito. Yeah. I actually think New Japan, at least maybe for now. Yeah. Obviously, travel and stuff is still tricky, True. but yeah. I think for Andrade, maybe doing. Um, oh, and who's ROH champion right now? It's still Roosh, right? Yeah. So there we go, Andrade Roosh, who are the both from the same faction as well, right? It's it's just crazy. I, so I, I would say AEW's flooded right now. I think yeah. New Japan and ROH need some attention, and maybe that's a better fit for Andrade for now. Yeah, I just I just want to watch the guy wrestle. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about our love for Andrade versus Gargano and, and Chill uh, on this show quite a few times. And it's just like this guy is capable of so many things. But there's so many matches I would love to see him tie, like, tie up with so many different characters out there right now that are not in the WWE. Because yeah. I feel like he could be this rogue guy that becomes such a big star not in the WWE. And maybe like how sh- even sh- if Charlotte stays there, obviously. It's just – it's interesting. But – uh, I hope we could see maybe this pushes them to maybe go forward, create this star that they clearly have right here. Hopefully. I mean, we have seen sometimes when people have asked for their release and they've been then featured a bit. But I, I don't know. I don't know how long he's got left on his contract. I'm trying to look that up now, but yeah. I can't quite find it. Uh, but yeah, obviously a bit disgruntled and one of our NXT favorites there. So I, I don't care where I see him. As long as he's wrestling, right. I just want to be able to see him wrestle. I want to you see him being able to put on matches like he, he can put on. Absolutely. I feel like he's a main main event kind of guy. Um, wh- what was his name? La Sombra? Mm. Yeah, he can just go by that again. Yep. Uh, or Cien. Yeah. Just Cien. Andy Cien. Almas. <laughs> right? He dropped Cien Almas. He do, he was just Andrade, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Cien Almas. Cien Almas. There you go. Uh, yeah, pour some out for Andrade. I hope to see him soon. Um, and... Obviously, news with wrestling people. We're a show that cover uh, NXT, and you know they take place from the Capital Wrestling Center. But we were all worried tuning in tonight. Would it be the COVID Wrestling mm. Center? Uh, all the news of this like potential outbreak and uh, some people maybe perhaps missing from the show, which we would then later tonight see lots of people missing from this show and uh i'm we're not ones to speculate and stuff but maybe it's precautions maybe it's safety measures who for knows, sure but... who's been in contact with who or that kind of thing but yeah yeah i mean we're, we're getting very close to takeover very close to wrestlemania um this time last year roman reigns walked out on the the biggest match potentially on that card right. him versus goldberg because he didn't feel safe and obviously these things happen but from watching some of these people on Instagram and stuff, I don't think they're taking it seriously enough. Yeah. So um, take it seriously. Obviously, things are going to happen. Like people, you can catch it from anything. And But we've got to be more careful here. And yeah, looking at certain parties going on and things like that on Instagram, uh, I think NXT need to kind of be a bit careful. Yeah, especially with this whole big weekend, mm. uh, big weekend. It's a whole week of wrestling. Yeah. People, wrestling fans, we have week full. Every night there's multiple it's wrestling week. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty insane. You've got to fill two cards. You can't fill two cards if your talent's poorly. Yeah. Or I, isolated. Yeah, or exactly. One change of this could swiftly affect, you know, the and show. And obviously but- nothing, uh, 
like we don't know any names or anything, but there yeah. were some notable absences tonight, and I did think it affected the show. Yeah, I think so. It just was there was parts that were just weird. Mm. That definitely it was affected. padded. Like a lot of matches had a bit longer than usual. I felt today. Yeah, it's... or matches that wouldn't normally get given time had time and that kind of thing. But like you know, maybe there's people. Whether you're in NXT and you're working with all these people who are not signed, or like there's the, that story about people moving the the rings or something like mm. that with no masks or whatever. It's like then don't some of these people then hang out with the WWE people and AEW roster mix match. Yeah. It's like it can it can spread like that. Isn't that how that works? So yeah. it's they gotta definitely be careful with a whole week. Of programming. That's cr- two, only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. So two takeovers, like one on USA, the Wednesday night, we'll be doing a watch along for that. Uh, and then Thursday night, we'll be doing a watch along and, and a post show for that. So it's takeover, stand and deliver. I'm yours. We're yours, baby. Yeah. We're, we will be yours. Uh, but I mentioned there's a whole week of wrestling, but we're not talking about the big show. Not, not that big show, the bigger show. A, a week before okay. WrestleMania, Saturday. Oh yes, April third. Yes, you may have heard on a show called Rewind Away. Sorry, Rewind of Raw. And well, they mentioned us on the show. Yeah, we're gonna be live. Uh, time, I think, is still to be determined. Right, but we're gonna be doing a live episode of Up Next, and you know our show, best match ever. Well, it's time to start talking about the worst match ever. So we are going to be looking at the worst matches in wrestling, WrestleMania history to get us all in the mood for the big show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe the big show will be talking about his match. Maybe we'll be talking about the big show. Yes. uh, Post Wrestling (laughs) Podcast Day, April 3rd. Yes, we are part of the Post Wrestling family. Shout out John Pollock and Wei Ting. Mm. I miss you guys. And we're going to be doing a one hour show. And yes, like you mentioned, worst match ever, WrestleMania. So me and you are going to have to find make a list of the worst we put matches. out a tweet yesterday being like let's have suggestions yeah and then as the name started coming in of matches i just went oh why did we choose to do this <laughs> why did we agree these are this? horrible yeah it was like yeah big show akibono he's like oh <laughs> michael cole jerry lawler oh yeah oh that one it, oh yeah it's right. gonna be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun it will be on zoom um you'll be able to drop in it should be a really fun day so can't wait to do that so join uh the post wrestling uh cafe and their patrons and our patrons as well like we mentioned we're doing so many shows uh patreon.com slash up next uh to access all the shows in our back catalog every shows we plug every week only five dollars a month north american tier and it gets you the the leprechaun the best matches ever the was next everything take over london review all that stuff all only for five bucks and uh we're we're moving in a month, so uh, patreon.com. Yeah. <laughs> $5 really helps us. <laughs> I'm very proud of our new world champ show that's going to drop any any day now. If you ever thought, hey, why don't I throw these guys? Why don't I be insane and be a world champ for $25? Uh, you, can, you can get access to Behind the BD, join us for watch-alongs, and then also come on for an episode of Up Yours and select stuff for us to review with you and such. But... Uh, this this behind the BDE coming out is is a doozy. Mm. That's for sure. We get into some serious things. 
Hear me get all awkward trying to talk about cancel culture. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a bad time to have that joint. I was just like, oh, I, I, I am not dull. Yeah. I can't do this now. Yeah, that's... But you know what I can do right now? What's that? Talk about NXT. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, NXT from Wednesday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that? (laughs) You you people over there? Happy St. Patty's Day. It's Uh, okay. I I edited it. (laughs) (laughs) We go to start off with our NXT champion, who happens to be very Irish. He comes out. The fighting Irish, Finn Balor. He says it's, he's really, he's really pumped. Well, he was on something. He must have been on the JMO <laughs> earlier here. Uh, he says, happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and I'm still champion. <laughs> he says, Kyle O'Reilly, beat him. Pete Dunn, beat him. Adam Cole, I beat him. <laughs> this is, I, he's, he's, he's so aggressive. He's here. so intense. I love him. I do like it, but it does make me laugh because I'm just like, whoa, dude, like, Chill. I beat him. I'm just sitting down. I'm just listening. <laughs> and also, the way he holds his mic, you know he's the kind of guy that holds his gun sideways. Well, yeah, he does when he poses. He with does. Him. Yeah. But, yeah, holding his mic like that as well. Yeah. So he's just cool. chill. He's really... We're okay, we're, we're here for a good Wednesday, Finn. He says he beat Kyle, he beat Dunn, he beat Cole. There's only one man left to face. Kona Reeves. Yes. No. Carrion oh. Cross. He says it's time... Stand and deliver. Your time is up. Cross's music hits. He comes out with Scarlet. And they say this entire situation was never supposed to happen. And now that we've settled our separate affairs, says Cross, now it's time, me and you, the NXT universe needs to know who the real champion is. The real champ. And Finn says, well, I'll say what no one else has the balls to say. You walk like a champ, you talk like a champ. The problem is Finn Balor's champ. So you don't have what it takes to beat me. So now this match is set up officially for Stand and Deliver, Finn versus Cross. And he says to to Finn that I'm going to squeeze all the oxygen out of your skull and choke you out. And you're going to know what what that feels like. But Finn says... Well, you're going to know what it feels like to be in the main event of TakeOver and choke. What he should have said is, again. <laughs> it kind of, he, I, I can't, I didn't write down the line, but he said something before that, yeah. that already kind of hinted at that match. Right. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that was the implication here was like, your last main event sucked. Yeah. And you're going to choke again. You're not going to do it this time. Be rabbit choke. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so this sets us up. But Scarlet interjects and says, well, I've already seen it in the cards. This right here. Two champions, both draped in gold and the world will be in awe. And then all you hear is, oi, oi. <laughs> Out comes Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. And they say, hey. There's only real champs around here, and it's us, the tag team champions. And Pete Dunne, who's not here, is the best technical wrestler, and he deserves another shot. So Scarlet then puts her uh, black magic woman hex on mm. these two guys and walks around them, caressing their shoulders and says, Well, hey, why don't you show the world that you're not cowards, boys? So if you're that confident, put the title on the line against Finn and Cross. So Danny Birch says, 
All right, use two tonight. And then Scarlet says, everything happens for a reason. You can't change fate. And that's our main event tonight. Tag team titles on the line. Yeah, a couple of things here. I thought it was a good job just setting up this match. Just get it out there. We know what the match is going to be. Like, start telling the story now. Uh, I thought they did a good job of just jumping right in there. I thought just the visual of Cross in his WWE t-shirt with Scarlet seemed weird. It didn't seem... I didn't get any spooky vibes from Cross. And therefore, when Scarlet started being spooky, it didn't work for me at all. It felt like... Imagine Goldberg being out there cutting a promo and then the fiend Alexa Bliss is running around him. It just didn't go together. Once you've got them in, like, his more leather jacket or whatever, I think it works. It just... This didn't at all. Um, And... Again, just like this is one of many times tonight where I just thought the tag champs look like mugs. This is the first time they do th- th- yeah. look like geeks tonight because they definitely do later on. Uh, and for maybe different reasons. But um, I I really liked Finn Balor's promo. I think this Finn Balor is one of my favorite guys on the mic just to, to go at it. And just mm. his aggression is his something. He, the way he delivers things is is beyond. I think he could say anything really and it would come across really strong uh he's improved 100 he is a fighting champion and a character that i definitely love to watch on the screen and i still want to give carrying cross his chance but it's it's something's not working yet it's like she's all spooky and he's like just in his new shirt yeah it's it, like i think there's something there that uh, i know you didn't watch game of thrones but melisandre and stannis baratheon where it's like basically this witch and one of the kings, but you feel the whole time she is manipulating everything, manipulating him, manipulating all the situations. Uh, and I, I kind of liked her setting up the match. It just seemed weird because he just seemed like a bloke. And I think mm. if we started to have her kind of maybe poisoning him more, it might work for me, but the act isn't really working it, for like, me. It like came in halfway. It, yeah. Like she just comes in and ch- it changes. The, I think the, the entrance is cool. Like I think visually that's cool, but there's, a disconnect when it comes to this. I think maybe don't have cross talk if if Scarlet is the one who's just manipulating any everything and has somehow managed to get a title match with Finn and then tonight even being able to get a tag title match as well. I don't think Cross really needs to say much. Yeah. Just look scary yeah. and maybe don't wear a WWE shop shirt. I'll, it just know- looks I tell you what it looks Geeky. like. It looks like these two are a WWE act mm. and maybe not so much this show that we're used to watching. I, I still think of NXT as this wrestling show and this, this was going in that direction and it kind of got a little too hokey for me. I mentioned I don't like the, the Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss stuff. And it seems like they're going in that kind of direction. I'm just like, all right, like it's, 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 it's kind of going between the lines there. She, you could say she didn't actually put a hex on these guys. She's just like taunting them. Like, Hey, if you think you're tough, put the titles on the line. But the fact that she said right before they came out that I see the future of two people Mm. wearing titles, I said to you out loud, okay, so this means like, she's going to, they're going to have a title match. And then this goes that way. It's like, well, that's kind of silly. Like, can we just get to who's a better wrestler? That's really an easy story to do. And you don't need to get all spooky and ridiculous. I just want to see if you can wrestle. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Like, that's why I like this show. And I just, it was kind of all over the place. And maybe they're trying to, you know, fix something pretty quickly. I, I don't know. I wonder if it's to build to the demon, which we haven't seen for a long time, but maybe Cross is the one to bring it out for. Okay. Um, Yeah, sure. 
Like it's it's, it's WrestleMania week. It's yeah. a takeover. You've got this spooky enchantress who's manipulating you. Obviously, at the end of the show, there's the big beatdown. It could be maybe the return of the demon. Perhaps I just uh, I I would rather see. I wish that they're going in the direction of the two night title thing. Mm. I feel like that would be cooler, but whatever. Yeah, um, we can wait for that. Uh, so more on that title match, tag team title match later tonight. We have our next match. Dexter Loomis comes down to the ring. I know you're excited. And before he has his match with Austin Theory, who's backstage. He's waiting to go wrestle his match. He's in a X-Men outfit, essentially. The way is turned into the X-Men. Yeah. What if Austin Theory was an X-Men, what what would he be? What would he be? Gambit? Oh no. No, definitely. Uh, no, he's not. not cool enough for Gambit. No, no, no. He's Morph. A... Can't think of Morph. Morph is only in the cartoon and in like in the first episode he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine's really sad about it. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe Bobby, the Ice, Ice Man. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this X Man is on his own because Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Sorry, I type in Google Bobby, and it just, <laughs> you just search Bobby. It just well, auto it auto fills it to Bobby Fish QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't on the show tonight either. Just gonna fact check sometimes, you know. <laughs> Bobby Fish Oprah. <laughs> Oprah eats kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the show. So uh, we, I just don't want to talk about this. Austin Theory realizes the way Johnny and Candace and everyone aren't there. Instead, he he's he's on an iPad and he's on FaceTime, mm. where the Garganas are at home and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we're just we, you got this. Go wrestle Dexter Loomis." I just did. I know we mentioned that there's people just not on this show, and you know maybe safety precautions and, and stuff because there was the stories of of an outbreak and such. And I'm not trying to speculate, but even if they're not there, just he, they, he doesn't know where they are. Mm. That's all you had to do. Yeah, didn't need them to go on the iPad. I think that's the lamest, stupidest looking thing. And you remember when Regal was at the iPad and stuff? It's just it sucks. The audio comes off shit. You can't hear what they're saying. I agree with you about the audio. I don't mind so much. Uh, it just keeps them as a presence. And they kind of explained where Theory just got this gear from. But I'm indifferent, to be honest. Uh, could have it either way. But I think they do need to try and fix the audio if they are going to do this. It's just it's just weird. It's like it's just have him like not sure where they are. And then he has his match. And then but then wouldn't you say, well, if you don't know where they are, why don't you call him? And then he like, calls them after the fact. Right. So I I don't know. I just, it was just weird. But we go to the match. Mm. Dexter Loomis, Austin Theory. Uh, they start off, but we go to break right away. When we come back, Theory's in control. Hits a standing flying elbow drop there, which looked cool. Uh, there's a roll through the ropes from Theory, but he ends up getting caught into a spine buster from Loomis. Loomis has a, like a... A fire up here where he, he he does a kip up and then there's roll ups back and forth. There's a pop up into the air. Theory is sent but ends up eating an uppercut. There's then Loomis who clearly is a big fan of Tully Blanchard wrestling on AEW Dynamite who does the slingshot suplex here. Yeah, I think he just loves the the brain busters. He did a nice spine double buster. A spine buster. Yeah. He had this slingshot suplex. Yeah, Theory does this like running low forearm and then hits the leg hook. Uh, I call it the Sushi Garoshi. It's also like the Kenny Omega move, which I still couldn't realize what the move was, but I looked it up. Is it the Ao Shodo 
I'm pronouncing it wrong, but yeah, this move looks cool. But Loomis kicks out. Loomis comes back and slaps Theory up and then offers him his hand. And Theory's taken aback a bit, like, what? You're offering me your hand? He says, you said all those nasty things about me, Dexter. I, I, I knew they were wrong. I knew you're a good guy. I knew you wouldn't do that, Dexter. And then he hugs Dexter Loomis. Loomis goes for the silence, but it's blocked. Theory goes for his TKO, but that's blocked into the side effect and the silence. And it's over. Dexter Loomis wins this match. Mm. Give me all your thoughts about this match that took place here tonight. Yeah. Um, okay. Dexter Loomis, like, just as soon as he comes out, I groan. I know I'm going to get a Dexter Loomis match and I'm going to be a little bit bored. I do think, like, watching him, there are good things about him. He does do some kind of... I, I do like his fire-up. I, I thought some of the moves he hit look nice. Like, I don't think he's terrible, but I can't see him doing anything more than this. I think this is it. This is the level you're going to get from Dexter Loomis is this match. And when you just throw on top of that just the stupidness of this character, this stupid... The way stuff, which is just doing my head in and then there's just so much exposition going on in the match the dialogue they've got to just spell out every single syllable of the story to their audience that's what you've got a a commentary team for you can use subtleties and hope your audience picks up on it and hope the the commentary kind of spell it out to those of us who don't i don't it's it seems to have been something that started with the empty arena because obviously it was so quiet that wrestlers would be talking to each other more during the match. And now it's, we've just got whole scenes going on. Um, a hug, a handshake. Yeah, it's like, trust, I can understand. Like, I've been following the story. You don't have to do as much of this. You don't have to do, but you are making fun of my abs, Dexter Loomis. I thought we were friends and now we're not friends. And now you're offering your hand to shake me. I don't trust you. It's like, yeah, mate, I get it. I've been watching the show. You don't need to spell it out so much. Um... I just, I fucking hate this. <laughs> so you love Dexter Loomis? It's not. It's just the combination of all of this. Yeah. All of it. I, I think there are some tweaks maybe you can make to Dexter to make him a bit more interesting for me. As I said, I don't think he's, I don't think he's the drizzling shits. I just don't think he's particularly exciting. And I don't sit thing, see anything progressing from this. I don't see me going, you know what? I was wrong. This guy is actually pulling out killer matches. I see him at this two and a half, maybe three star tops position permanently. Look, there's definitely maybe a future with Theory. I think we when we watched yep. him in Evolve, when we watched him get to NXT here, we were like back in the day, like, hey, he, he has something definitely. And I, this isn't doing it for me. We go from watching a witch in the beginning to this guy who's supposed to be a psycho killer, mm. murderer, kidnapper thing. Like, come on. Again, let me reiterate. I like professional wrestling. I don't like this. The character <laughs> might, might be cool, but you've got to think of all the other people around it. And it always brings down people. What do we say about The Fiend? You're in a, you're in a feud with The Fiend and it's just death. <laughs> because what yeah. can you do? Yeah. And it's the same with Dexter. And it could potentially be the same with Cross and Scarlet as well. Like, it, it wasn't even, like, the worst match ever, to be honest. It's just... It's no, just... it's like, technically, watching the match, it's fine. Yeah, but... I just... There's there's others... We can put other stars on the show, I feel like. Yeah. So I feel or like could we? Like... Could we? This week. <laughs> right. It just feels like Loomis is... It's the, it feels like it's the same time, thing, match, same thing every time. It is. Yeah. And then we're going to find the next 
what well, LA Knight next will be the next cowardly heel right, going yeah. up against him. And it's it'll just be the weird. same story. We go to Mackenzie Mitchell backstage and she's celebrating St. Patty's Day in a great green dress. Champa interrupts here and is like, hey, Thatcher isn't here. Don't know what happened to him. It seems like he got taken out or something. Um, and have you seen Alexander Wolf around here lately? So instead of Champa and Thatcher in the tag against Imperium, seems like Champa's going to do a singles match tonight. <laughs> okay, so so get this. We've already pointed out we we like the idea of these people feuding, or at right. least I, I think I'm speaking for both of us. But Imperium, uh, Thatcher, Champa, cool guys who can put on some killer matches. We know Timothy Thatcher was in ring camp with some of these guys. We know that, but we haven't been told on TV yet. They've just assumed we know it. After that last segment where they're spelling out everything, it's they just assume we know about WXW and ring camp. That's true. Here. And now on top of that, they're just explaining people that aren't even fucking there because who knows? But oh timothy thatcher's not here so maybe he might have been taken out perhaps and i can't find alexander wolf either so i'm i'm putting two and two together i'm like what is going on what is this story Uh, this whole show they're just trying to explain people that aren't there and did this attack happen um we're gonna get into more of it because this is not the first this is not the only time they they mentioned it a bunch about (laughs) the thatcher thing this whole show feels like a milk carton with missing people on it i was in, I was going to say it's like a Chekhov play. In Chekhov plays, all the action happens off stage. Right. And it's normally the characters talking about it. So if, oh, Masha died or whatever, you don't see Masha die. She's just dead off stage. And this felt like the whole show. Yeah. It's, oh, there's a, someone got ran off the road earlier. Champ, <laughs> Thatcher got attacked. It's, really it's like, weird. what's happening? But we're not seeing any of this. It was very bizarre. So more on that later. But Adam <laughs> Cole baby is in the ring he says last week kyle you made it clear that now i'm mad at you i wasn't mad at you before i just don't like you and i kicked you i wasn't mad at you i just don't like you but you've made the biggest mistake of your life you little punk deep down in your heart and your soul you're jealous of me kyle because you know you'll never be as successful as me so now you've written your own death warrant and i don't give a damn if you're medically cleared but Kyle, bring your ass out here. And William Regal comes out and says, Cole, last week, Kyle was not cleared and he wasn't supposed to be here, but he still showed up and further damaged his neck. And I can promise you he's banned from the from this arena here tonight. He's not here, which definitely made me go, oh, my God, don't tell me more people <laughs> yeah, are not here, Regal. Jeez, especially Kyle. Please don't get me upset like this. He says... Uh, He's not here, and it's probably for your safety, Adam. Because if he was here, he, I did not, I did not like that line. <laughs> it's for your safety, Adam. Uh, but then it just randomly cuts to the Tron, and it's Kyle who's sending this video, or he's yeah. on the call here, and he said he's getting in a car, and he's like, "Hey, I won't rest until I end you, Adam. You tried to end my career. You ended an eleven-year friendship." And, well, I know where you live. I know where you go. I know where you buy your video games. So I'm coming, and it's a threat. Uh, I thought this was a little weird. And Cole's just like, well, well, now you're threatening me? Oh, well, not if I find you first. And you're like, okay, so someone is not here. Kyle's just not here. Okay. But then they mention he's not here. Then they mention, like, I'm one of the – now they're, like, we're going to find each other and hurt each other. 
and more on that later. Uh, Again, I mean, I I think after already seeing the the Johnny and Candice thing, I think you see another video. You just assume Kyle's not there, but they because they did it in a weird setting and everything. But Cole just goes running off. I don't know. This this was okay, but um, really, considering the the history these two have um, going into this, this just felt very odd. And if you do have Kyle there, I don't know why you do all this weird backstage stuff. Yeah, like, is Kyle getting in a car to drive there? Is he getting in an Uber? What is he yeah. doing here to go there? But he wasn't there, and they tell us he's not here. And the, Yeah. Uh, so I guess more on that a little bit later, because we will go back to that. Trust me, it's like an episode of Cops. We go to Shotzi, Blackheart, and Ember Moon, the new NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Champions, sorry. And I know you got excited because we get a little video of them celebrating and Shotzi got to celebrate. With my dad. With her dad. Yes. You know why? Because I was raised by my dad. Because she was raised by her dad. Yeah. Uh, Earlier today, Shotzi on the NXT Instagram put up two different t-shirts and said, vote on what I'll wear tonight. And the one I voted for won because here she is wearing the fly. Okay. Yeah. She needs a raised by my dad t-shirt, really, doesn't she? <laughs> I think we need a raised by my dad. I'll get you get one that says I was raised by my dad and I'll get one that says I was not raised by my dad. <laughs> uh Shotzi's uh looking mad fly like Jeff Goldblum. Shout out Gina Davis. And they're saying we're the champions, but before they can even really cut a promo, they are interrupted by Aaliyah, Robert Stone brand, and Jesse. So the sorry, the Robert Stone brand with Robert Stone and Jesse Kamea. They say you guys could lose just like that. And to be honest, those would look a lot better on us. So how about you put them on the line next week? So they say, hey, we are on next week. And then as they're leaving, they say, hey, Robert, by the way, your suit sucks. And he's so upset. Rude. It was really mean. It was actually a really nice suit. Yeah, he, he always looks great. NXT, whoever's the stylist, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're not on the level of the AEW stylist, to be completely honest. Because sometimes... I, There's some questionable fashion on AEW. Yeah, but I, fi- I find like a guy like we always praise Santos here on NXT. Yes. I feel like he, that's him. I feel like he's oh, going yeah, and completely. buying that. He's not telling, no one's telling him to buy that Riddler suit and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's doing that. Whereas his suit, I think Robert Stone picks out his own suits. I, I would trust him. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see him wearing these. Yeah. Um, I know I always talk about Robert Stone not wearing uh, socks with his loafers. Mm. And I know we got in crazy heat when we talked about not wearing socks with your flip-flops and your slides out in, in public. Was that on BD? No, I'm saying you shouldn't wear socks yeah, with slides. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, all I know is uh, they, they did a, a weigh-in for the Cruiserweight title match on NXT UK right. with Trent Seven. Yeah. And he's basically like just in his like... His, his trunks. Right. But then he's got those like tiny little socks that you, you put on in those loafers. You yeah. know those ones? The ankle looks, socks. Yeah. The no, ankle. they're like, no, these are not ankle socks. These right. are like just, just enough to cut your, okay. It doesn't even go up the full ankle. And it made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know what I just realized watching this is Kamea just playing Vanessa Bourne here. Whatever happened to Vanessa Bourne? Because this would be a role, right? Where's Vanessa Bourne? She's just she's still with the company, I believe. <gasps> Where's Vanessa Bourne? Where is Vanessa Bourne? She's born to be WH's favorite. Yeah, WH and Raquel. Yeah. Wow, Vanessa Bourne. What happened to her? 
I don't know, but this is... Kamea's just playing Vanessa Bourne here, isn't she? So this match is next week. Uh, I, this could be fun. I think this will be an all right match. I, I, I'm so far with the It women. could go either way, honestly, with, with these four. It really could go either way. I'm hoping... I'm hoping it's good. Maybe Vanessa Bourne does the run-in and they get new champs again. Maybe. maybe. Let's do <laughs> Every it. Every week the title changes. Let's change just flip it. it. Flip it. <laughs> like the never... Let's take this title really, really seriously. The NXT never open weight. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bourne was apparently called up to the main roster January 2020. What? Okay, no, she wasn't. Come yeah, on, don't lie. According to Wikipedia, main main you roster trust Wikipedia. 2020 to present. Anyone can edit it. You don't trust it. Upon re-signing her contract. Wow! Wow! Aaliyah just moved on. Yeah, she's like ah. I, don't, I need a new friend. I need a new tag team. So after this, we get a shot of a red Ferrari showing up. It is the, some would say, is the Cruiserweight champion. Some would definitely not say he's the Cruiserweight mm-hmm. champion. Jordan Devlin shows up. He's here because of this whole Cruiserweight champion versus champion. More on that in a bit because the Cruiserweight champions, again, out here coming out. Legado del Fantasma um, with... Santos Escobar, the cruiserweight champion. Yes, that sounds confusing because there's a few. Uh, but again, he's looking mad fly here as well. Always. Uh, always fresh. Uh, LDF are going up against Breezango. And, um, this starts off with L- LDF like kind of beating down on Fandango, uh, until Raul gets dropped off the top with this like backflip into like an Enzigiri. Uh, we go to commercial break when we come back. It's, the, the baddie's still working down on Fandango, but Breeze finally tags in. There's flying kicks to Wild, and then um, turns this like slip up into this single leg uh, Boston Crab here, uh, just like Landstorm, looking good. Uh, and then Fandango comes in with like this flying knee off the apron. Mendoza breaks up a near fall here, but they throw uh, Fandango to the outside and then hit Breeze with this. I know you loved it. A side Russian leg sweep, gammon geary type move. Yeah, the, like the Kick last to the face, the last a... chapter style kind of move. Great, great move. <laughs> you, are you happy that you got to see a side Russian leg sweep as a finish? They've used this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, oh, I think it's it's marvelous. More people need to do this. I, I'm with. I need to get see if we can get Cassius Ono on the show. Yes, to to, he to recently... do best side Russian leg sweep ever. We we should just do a show where we just nerd out with him for a little while over the side Russian legs. Uh, just in, in general over like different things. That could be a thing. I, we, I, we have a list. I, I honestly think Cassius Ono is that show? much of a wrestling kind of nerd and brain that you could do an hour show about one move with he, him. He I reckon you could, and it could be interesting for anyone wondering. Yeah, he just recently put out this little like blurb video or podcast. He does a podcast now mm. about how the side Russian leg sweep is like underutilized it should be someone needs to bring it back yeah so, well here's a finish it's here, good right here uh so legato del fantasma beat breezango and uh right after the match santos grabs the commentary like microphones and, and microphone here he says duck my team wins where is this guy everyone talks about where is devlin and jordan devlin comes out he says well you've been running around here saying this and that and claiming you're the champion, I want you to take a good look at what a real champion looks like. And I don't need to jump you from behind. And uh, I told the whole world that I don't need stooges to do it for me either. So Santos tells his boys, Wild and Mendoza, hey, back off. I got this. He goes in the ring and he goes face to face. The cruiserweight champion 
holding his cruiserweight. This is like the Spider-Man meme. Like, wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I did laugh um, before Joaquin and Raul went when uh, Devlin's music hit. Uh, Santos was like facing the announce table and Joaquin's like going, hey, Santos, it, it's hit. It's like... <laughs> I'm sure he can hear the music. He's probably aware. He's like, Santos, Santos, look, look, Santos. It's, it's Jordan. It's Jordan Devlin. What are you Santos. talking about? Yeah. So Jordan Devlin, Santos Escobar, face to face. Devlin says, the ace is back in town. So take that replica title and throw it in the trash. The guy you're filling in for is back. And Santos is like, whoa, excuse me. Uh, you're the guy everyone forgot who even had this title in the first place. So why don't you wrap up your business in the UK and face me, the emperor of Lucha Libre. Not quite the lord of Lucha Libre mm. like Penta from AEW, but that's okay. Has he called himself this before? I think, I think so, so yeah. yeah. And says, Jordan Devlin, Santos Escobar, let's stand and deliver. Irish Ace, Santos, we will settle this. And they agreed to put Champion versus champion, an undisputed cruiserweight title championship match here. And Devlin headbutts him, mm. then wrist control and hits him with the Devlin Devlin side, the like backdrop suplex here, and then escapes while Legato del Fantasma like come to the aid of Santos, who is bleeding from like the mouth or something. Yeah. Uh yeah. As as Maddie B says in the room, bloodied him good. Yeah, he did. Um so, obviously, we've mentioned this before. There's, uh, we feel we feel a ways sometimes talking about certain people on certain shows. But I'm just going to talk about what uh, I saw on the show tonight. Uh, I'm not the one who booked this. I'm just talking about a show that I talk about every week. Uh, I thought this make makes me want to watch this match. They did a really good job of this promo and uh yeah. I thought both guys sounded good. Um I found it interesting that they were piping in kind of cheers like I trying to position Devlin as the as the baby face here. Um but definitely the people in the crowd seemed uh, at least to me, I don't know if you agree, but seemed a bit more pro Santos. And I would think for the benefit of the match, maybe you start... I, I feel, to me, Santos is a tweener anyway yeah. at the moment, following that cross feud. I think you should maybe pu push that a bit, especially with this match might be difficult for some people to watch. Um, I I think Santos here looks... Getting headbutted here and stuff, I thought he looked like the baby face to me in this segment. But I did think both did a good job at making me interested for the match uh, and I think it will be a good match but I, I I'm just loving this Santos Escobar character uh recently and and honestly if you if he just had that surprise win over Cross like he's someone I could buy actually challenging for the top title at some point I think he he's got so much style he looks great I think he's got a a good promo obviously English is is like his second language, but he's solid in English as well. Um, I and his matches are great. Like I think you could absolutely put him at the top of the card at some point. Yeah, I think this cruiserweight title unification thing is a story that's 
like was booked because they got booked into a corner it, it, and now it's, to happen, it's organically right? become a very interesting story. Uh, again, just kayfabe storyline wise, the two champions, it's very classic wrestling that we've seen multiple times. Triple H has tweeted like, Hey, this, this is classic old school wrestling here where we had a, we had a champion, something happened. We had to make a new champion. And now the old champions come back. It's classic. And just like, actual kind of symmetry. It's pretty much a year. Right. Since yeah. the since Devlin had to go back because of the pandemic. He won it at World Collide, right? Correct? I think so. In um, the four around way. then and then he I think he did defend it on TV and then it was like March 16th, 17th was when everything wow. closed down. So yeah. uh it's been about a year since they started the the tournament and stuff I imagine. Uh yeah, I I thought I thought Again, I'm just saying what I watched, and both guys sounded good. I love the headbutt. Uh, I think maybe we get this as our ladder match, maybe. Unification usually means you grab the titles. True, true. Right? Like, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, I kind of just want a one-on-one. Yeah, on one. I'd rather them see them actually wrestle. Um, I, I would ma- imagine Santos wins this, right? I don't know. I mean, you could go either way. It depends if do you want to elevate santos into a different position after this right might be the way to get it off him uh or you do a quick run and devlin goes back to the uk maybe and you have escobar win this um don't know yeah i will say i I do or is trent seven gonna win the cruiserweight true true they promo (laughs) nxt uk the story here is it's so weird the story here is Devlin's getting on a plane and going back. It's pre- it's obviously pre-taped yeah, and everything, but yeah. the story is Trent Seven got down to two hundred four and is having a cruiserweight title match. So this could all it could be Trent Seven in this slot versus Santos. That take stand and deliver, stand and deliver, and it could be Trent Seven in his socks uh, as cruiserweight champion. You know Trent Seven's laughing right now <laughs> in the love, position he's in. You switch the title. Put it on Trent. Trent comes over. Beat Santos. And then, no, and then weigh in is he's been in Florida now, so he's going to be over 205. Fuck. And it's like, ah, oh. then he's stripped. Wow. Yeah. Oh my Let's God. just make this as convoluted as possible, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that that is happening on NXT UK tomorrow. So if you're interested in uh, Devlin versus Trent Seven. Um, but I'd say the more most interesting thing out about this whole thing, I, I, I really actually really like this, but... Uh, it made me it made me go, hey, Devlin took a plane over here. Wonder who else was on it. Oh yeah. So maybe we'll talk about someone else in a little bit. We go to backstage. Adam Cole is pissed and says he's going to end Kyle O'Reilly. And that's not undisputed. That is a promise. He's going to end Kyle. End, end him. him. I will end you. Uh hey, we get an announcement for the newest NXT signing coming soon. The warrior of the sun, Japanese Joshi Perez, superstar, Saray, coming soon. Uh, what do we know a little bit about uh, who used to be known as someone else? Saray? Sari? It's a different name. Sorry, I think, and yeah. now it's Saray. Saray. Um, yeah, I, not a whole lot, to be honest. It's someone I'm definitely, uh, I've heard a lot of buzz about, and I'd like to go back and kind of check out some of her other stuff um she's been signed for quite a while now over a year now but obviously with the pandemic and everything they've not been able to use her at all so obviously now they've got her over 
Uh, she's had the official name change, so it is official now, and we're starting to get vignettes. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. She's coming to one of the best women's divisions in the world. So yeah, let's see what she's got. Yeah, definitely. I'm so pumped for this. Um, I I think every time they go to that that what is it is like another stardom superstar or, or anywhere anything related to this Joshi women's wrestling Japan and it's and it's fire. We mm. see so many talented women uh, on AEW as well, but it. I'm super, I'm super excited. I can't wait to even, I'm going to even maybe go back into some of her, her back stuff before WWE here and check her out. Cause I, I'm, I'm seeing the buzz here for, for Saray here. Yeah. Saray. Yeah. We go to Cameron Grimes, who's been on vacation because we see some, uh, some photos of him <laughs> snorkeling and laying on a beach, clearly photoshopped photos, which he since tweeted. Those were not photoshops. Y'all are just sour because your stim stimulus checks haven't shown up while i'm enjoying my kiss my grits money <laughs> uh so um cameron grimes going on vacation while we're all stuck inside right yeah yeah pretty- i mean he wasn't was he <laughs> <laughs> for the i wish he was i wish he really went to like a beach somewhere yeah i mean th- they were so deliberately like fake but they just him laughing always makes me laugh just his face <laughs> his happy face <laughs> His happy face. We go to Zoe Stark versus Dakota Kai. Zoe Stark, this new uh, wrestler on the scene, had that match with Io Shirai and kind of getting booked pretty common here on NXT, kind of getting a little push here. Going up against Dakota, who comes out with Raquel by her side. It starts off pretty technical. There's a series of arm drags exchange. Dakota comes at her with the face wash in the corner. Stark comes back with a crossbody to the outside. They go to commercial when we come back. They double close on each other. Stark hits a half and half suplex. There's then like a spin heel kick, like on the apron kind of thing. And then she springboards into the ring, but Kai greets her with a super kick. Then the Haluva pump kick for a near fall. There's a bunch of near falls and roll-ups back and forth. Stark hits this crazy knee, knee strike, pop-up knee, and then goes for what like is kind of like the you can't escape. That's what I thought she was going yeah. for, yeah. Uh, the rolling senton, but it's stopped. And then Dakota uses the ropes to help hang Stark up and hit the Gota kick and pins Stark. So Kai wins the match here. Um, and I'll, there's a little thing after the, but the match itself was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. And I'm, I'm happy Dakota Kai won. I was worried that they were going to just kind of put the rocket to Stark. And I think she's someone that clearly has potential and they see a lot in, but I think these, these few losses she's had recently has done as much for her as if she was winning these, but Dakota Kai is someone who unfortunately loses quite a lot and I think is great. So I'm glad she got the win here. Uh, doesn't hurt Stark at all. I thought a pretty good competitive match. Yeah, I like the back and forth. I'm a big fan of Dakota Kai. I think she's kind of, obviously Raquel's been like the, the one they're pushing, but it's mm. kind of putting her on the back burner, which really isn't kind of fair considering she's been a staple on this show for quite a while. We don't realize how... She's been there a yeah, while. Yeah, she's been yeah. here for a while and she's been like really helpful to this show. She has yep. little great matches just like this one. Uh, but uh, obviously the story is going forward with Raquel. After the match, they taunt Zoe. But Io Shirai comes out for the save. In her hand is a contract and then shoves it into Raquel, pushes the contract and walks out. It's basically saying, yo, I want to fight you. And we're gonna fight. So, um, yeah. 
and and leave, helps Zoe Stark out of here. They clearly have a little bit of a, a, a team friendship growing here. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I like that we haven't really seen these two fight yet, Eo and Raquel. They've just, over the course of the last year, built both up really well where I'm looking forward to this match. And I don't think there's a great deal of storytelling you need to particularly do going into it. So this was enough for me here. I wouldn't mind, uh, like, like they do fantastic videos and stuff here mm. in WWE NXT, but, like, covering the history of the Oshirai, this rain, this epic rain, beating everyone, the Rhea Ripley Charlotte stuff, and then the video of Raquel, like, to, to counteract that with her Mirroring story. It, everything she's been doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's like, literally, the immovable force meets the, what is it, the... I always mess that up. I mean, you, they've got Evolve footage now, so you could show, like, Raquel losing in the Mae Young Classic and then going to Evolve and being dominant there and then coming back onto the NXT scene. You could you could absolutely build this story, like, this match-up really well without having to do much, you know, running off e- each other off the road or kidnapping <laughs> or tarot what? cards Why would anyone do that? or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention I like the wrestling parts <laughs> of the show? Uh, someone in the Twitch chat says they're mad at me because I'm not wearing green. Uh, I'm wearing a green hat and a black shirt with green thing on it. So just to make sure he's it's happy. It's blue, is it not? It's green. Okay. It's green. I don't have any green shirts, but I'm going to uh, crack open a Guinness instead. Right. So, yeah. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day. We go to Mackenzie Mitchell, who is, again, celebrating St. Patrick's Day. She's with William Regal, who's trying to question him on the cruiserweight title situation. And he's like, hey, I can't talk about that because someone runs in and says, hey, Regal, you got to come quick. It's it's Adam Cole. He's in trouble. <laughs> what? Adam Cole fell down a well? Okay. And he runs off and we're left as we go to break. Like, what, what do you mean? What's What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Frantic. Frantic. You have my attention, but I'm a little worried. Obviously, something's happened to Adam Cole. We'll find out more on that later. When we come back, there's a video for MSK and how they will be coming back soon with the hand injury from Wesley, but hopefully uh, the tag titles are in their horizon, or a, a shot at least. We get the Grizzle Young Veterans who send in a little video here. This was hilarious. It's Zach Gibson cutting a promo with James Drake <laughs> cutting some of the promo. But as you know, whenever Gibson talks, Drake like bobs his head and yep. mouths the words. He's doing it even in this part. And it's, I howled It's laughing. funnier because he's just staring right down the lens, I think. It's, it's, it was very funny. Yeah. He says, you guys made the biggest mistake of your life, MSK, when you hurt my hand. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get revenge on you. Whether so, they're saying that they got an injured hand, you got an injured hand. It's a hand for a hand coming soon. Uh, this match is hand for out. a hand match. Yeah, cut off your opponent's Whoa, hand. Whoa, that's is that ex- what it's gonna that's be? extreme. Shatter it. <laughs> shatter it. Yeah, you freeze it. Shatter the hand so against the it. ring steps. You freeze it first. Oh, shatter like the bones. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're both healing here. Speaking of healing, Imperium show up but it's only two of the members mm. it is marcel bartel did i say his you name right? right yeah fuck and fabian, fabian eichner there we go i was playing there you i knew it all along <laughs> i knew it all along but champa like attacks them here now we mentioned there's no timothy thatcher we mentioned that they had to let us know that he was not here and that he was quote unquote attacked or something and now wade barrett is like yeah he says he was taken out, but I think he's just busy fishing. Mm. 
And I was like, okay, that's a little odd, but I'm going to let that go and focus on what's happening. So now this tag match is just a one-on-one match. Champa versus Bartel. One-on-one. It's Bartel who grinds down on Champa here, like forearms and just roughing him around. Hits a beautiful butterfly suplex and then flies into a high knee from Champa. Uh, but he comes back with his like uh, Tree of Woe drop kick and then turns to the camera at one point and he's like, you see that? That's your future, Tim. Because he's imagining Tim's watching at home, Thatcher, and says, that's your future. Step in line. And then Wade Barrett decides to yet again mention that Timothy Thatcher is not here because he's on a fishing trip. Yeah. (laughs) And I know it's like he's playing this character heel commentator thing, but it's definitely making me go, "Mm, I don't like that. I think you can't help but question it, right? Yeah, it's just, it's a strange thing. Uh, there's a German suplex exchange here, but Champa gets the upper hand by getting Bartel caught in the ropes and hits the Willow's Bell and pins Bartel here and then looks at the camera and says, four, well, there's three, and I'm going to go through all of you. So he says he's going to fight all of Imperium and beat them one by one, and he's already beaten one of them. But this, I mean, before we get into the next thing. Sino's bringing up that perhaps legit in storyline, Thatcher was with Wolf. Okay. So maybe it could be a tease of, like, where were you last week? Maybe he wasn't attacked, and kind of to tease that maybe Thatcher's hanging out with these guys, perhaps. Just hanging. Um, I would say Wade, uh, aside from the fishing comments on commentary, um, did bring up, the history a bit more so did try and fill in some gaps he was saying about uh timothy thatcher being in ring camp actually name check ring camp right and stuff but uh yeah this i I can't say i've been particularly enjoying this story so far well never mind that shit because imperium's music hits yet again the what's the 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 classical Um, music it's fantastic uh yeah it's svorak isn't it Yeah, yeah it's fantastic the music hits, the lights go out, and when the stage lights up, there is a man standing there. And I mentioned someone may have gotten on a plane mm. and, and, and flown over here. That is the case, because it's a returning Walter. He's back. Yes, Walter shows up. He comes down, and Imperium beat down on Champa. Walter slaps him up, the chops, and then just flattens him with the Walter powerbomb. That power, he's one of the best powerbombs. Oh, yeah. Cleans Champa's clock here. They all do their pose in sync. Imperium standing tall. But yes, hot point of this show is, holy shit, Walter's here. Yeah, um, I kind of thought this was, would have been a bit of a bigger reveal. Yeah. I think just because... I think the story's been a bit messy. It's cool to see Volta back. I uh, I like the idea of different combinations you can have here with this Champa, Thatcher, Imperium, Volta story. Uh, but the story itself is leaving me cold so far. It's a little weird. Maybe it's maybe again. We're not sure why people weren't weren't here and and what there was missing chess pieces and stuff, but. It kind of felt like, again, a disconnect of what's really happening. Like, was there supposed to be Thatcher? Was maybe Thatcher going to align himself with someone at this point? Mm. But they decided, let's just do the Walter thing right away. Uh, But what this leads to, in my opinion, is Walter versus Champa, which sounds great. Sounds fantastic. That is a takeover-worthy match. Like, that's got to happen. Yeah, I can't say it was the first, like, Volta match I'd or program I'd picture when I thought of him coming over, but I'm for it. I think 
Well, Champ is one of those guys that kind of since being in the title picture, you kind of worry about a bit because you go, oh, I, I don't know if you're going to do anything on the main roster, but it feels you've kind of ran out of stories here. But this does feel fresh. So I'm I'm all for this. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow on NXT UK, Walter's got like some speech plan he's gonna uh, an address so i wonder if he's like i don't even want this title anymore i'm just gonna get rid of it he's held it for like he did that in progress seven yeah the atlas title for ages and was like i don't want this i, I want, want the world title yeah just gave it up so maybe that's what he do uh walter looked great don't want this the uk wrestling scene <laughs> you can have your title thank you <laughs> uh walter looked fantastic yeah uh i want to see him versus so many different people here everyone yeah this is a guy who is special in the world of pro wrestling i mentioned i like the wrestling this is a guy who brings that and i can't wait to see more of this guy on this show Uh, and if his first match is a takeover match with champa that's going to be a hard-hitting gritty choppy bloody Mm. match and i'm all for it so stand and deliver fellas we go to william regal who's like now like off road somewhere near the cwc and i mean off road because there's all bunch of cars cop cars and I feel like we should cue the bad boys in a circle of cops intro because that's what this felt like. Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> is being arrested and put into the back of a cop car while Adam Cole is also arrested. William Regal shows up and says, what the hell's going on? And Cole is screaming, well, Kyle tried to run me off the road. And the cops are all here. They're getting arrested and Regal's just like screaming the the police are trying to hold him back and Kyle's already in the back seat of like he's being put in the back seat and they're screaming at each other and it's gone too far and uh it it just felt like this really weird so, someone in the Twitch room suggested and I think they might be right um obviously Kyle took a lot of time off because uh he's diabetic I believe and was worried like a lot of people were that had time off that it wasn't safe enough place yet right. that it wasn't being taken seriously and obviously they've they've got like a a mask mandate there and stuff like that in WWE and he's come back with this outbreak perhaps he didn't feel comfortable being there tonight and therefore that's why he filmed this in his car away from everyone the only guy who was really dealing with was that cop who was in a mask um perhaps that's a way that they kind of compromise in keeping the story going, the story fresh, and him not actually being there in the arena. 100%. It, they, kind of makes yeah. it, because this did feel odd. It did feel odd, like, wait, we're not going to see him run him off the road? and Or wouldn't you do something else? It it seemed odd, but I think that could be, because we, we only are a few weeks away now at this point. So perhaps that was it. You remember when Rikishi... Did it for The Rock. Oh, yeah. And he hit Stone Cold with his car. Mm. What year was that? 1999? 2000. 2000? Yeah. Something? They showed it. They showed that. Mm. They can't show any... You couldn't show some cinematic style run off the road thing. What do you mean ran him off the road? You got to show me something. I just... This was... This was so weird. Yeah, I, I, I think... But on the other hand, this is outside. Like, this is not... This wasn't even in the car park, was it? This was kind of on on the road yeah so like, why, would, why they, would a camera capture it why would yeah why would there be a camera and why would anyone go well, there wasn't a camera well like the camera following 
Regal. Yeah, because someone said shit's going on outside. Come yeah. with us. So so then Regal, like, first of all, why would if the cops are in this incident, why would they go? Hold on, we can't arrest you yet. We got to get. Re- we, we need go- your boss. You need, <laughs> yeah, we, we need, need dad. your boss. We need that dad. Has nothing to do with this because it's not on the property. If it, that was the case, it just felt like. This was really put together. That really being quickly. said, okay, if we if we take like this as shoot, yeah, they know a wrestling show goes on at full sale every week, right? right? Yeah, they know wrestlers do some crazy stunts. The police might want to check. Hey, is this just kayfabe or is this shoot right here? Right. Who's the boss around here? Because they know full sale. They know shit happens in the parking lot. Uh, we got a... <laughs> oh, is it them wrestlers again? Yeah, someone just got ran off the road. Yeah, but is it actually a crime or is it just wrestlers being wrestlers, you know? We got a 138 at the <laughs> Capitol Wrestling Center parking lot. Uh, over, is that the, the full sale parking lot? No, it's not. It's the new place. <laughs> uh, I just, I just think it's a little strange that, like, out of all the stories that we could pick to, to elevate this feud, to get us heated about Kyle and Cole, this is how you do it. It's just a little, it's just weird. I'm already sold on the match. I'm going to watch the hell out of it. I'm I so excited. I have a feeling they were just throwing a load of curveballs this week. I guess so. It just, if I found it weird. It totally, it, it almost reminded me of the Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, Becky Lynch cop thing. And I thought that was way better. Oh yeah. We that saw was sick. Yeah. That was lit. Some Charlotte kicked a window she, like, open. Yeah. Kicked her in the head. And <laughs> this is just, no, there's no contact. They're just like, they're, they're whatever. I think you could have done this differently. You could have just had, you could have had saying, Hey, Kyle's not here. Uh, cause I've banned him. Regal's like, look, he's, he's hurt. He's not allowed to be here. And then maybe, maybe Roddy could have came out. Well, maybe fucking Roddy wasn't allowed to come out either, but you could have had Adam Cole beat the hell out of Roddy. You could have had something else to further the story yeah. of wanting to see these two fight and pretending that a guy ran the other guy off a road. Is not something I'm I'm buying. It's mm. not doing it for me. That's it, fair. It made me laugh. It yeah. made me go really like I could. You could have gave me five minutes. I'll come up with five different stories that would make more sense than this. Yeah. Out of all the things, the guy tried to run me off the road. They're better than this. I I I'm still excited for the match, but this is not really an exciting WrestleMania Takeover Week worthy story. No, the 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 match does feel. I think creative has kind of let this match down a bit because it writes itself it does and they're not and i'm can't say i'm particularly invested anymore it's like i it just the way it was shot was like cops yeah it was totally like filmed like behind regal coming in meant to i i would say to give them credit it didn't have that wwe production feel and i think that's what they were going for to make it feel exactly more like cops more like something that has actually happened and we're capturing right now rather than a glossy shot of a car running and a stuntman flipping the car and cameras just happen to be there. I think it's more to be like, no, the, this is actual Adam and Kyle and Kyle just like fucking ran him off the road. And these were the same cops that were in the Johnny Gargano, like motorcade thing. Like when they got the celebration, it's the same cops with the, gr- I know it's St. Patty's day, but why were the cops lights green? It's, they're clearly just security people. Right. They're not actually Florida cops, mm. whatever. Uh, I just, it, it, it was weird. I feel like. I would maybe, hope it's not actually no, no, I, cops. No, I would I mean, hope like, they're doing like, better shit. No, you, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it, it, I feel like maybe you could have, if, are they going to go in a cinematch? Are these guys going to get, are we going to see them in prison next week? Well, I think Regal's announcing the stipulation next week. Prison. That's, that's what he made it sound like. Prison break match. I don't think it'll be cinematic. It better not be. Why would you do a cinematch with these two? Because they're on. arrested. 
No. In jail. No, it's going it, to... It'll be some sort of gimmick. Uh, it'll be street fight or something. Why was Cole arrested if he was the one who was run off the road? Because he's a dick. But the cops don't know that. I don't know. He might have been Larry. He, he might have been Larry? Larry to the cops. Like, mean? Yeah. Like, giving some attitude and then they go, right, well, now I'm arresting you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I... I, I, I don't know. I don't Cops, know. they do what they want. Those, yeah, yeah, they do. We go to L.A. Knight, who is backstage. He's drinking a, a big water jug, like my friend Scrump does. Mm. And he says, tonight, you're always looking for a word, but everybody's talking about me, L.A. Knight, with my debut here in NXT, in the ring, next. And as he's walking out of his locker room, we see Bronson Reed in the background kind of peeking. And then goes into L.A. Knight's dressing room. So what could happen with that? Um, we go to commercial. Now, uh, I know we're watching now on Sportsnet because we're ca- Canada now officially airs NXT. So we can watch it here in Canada. Yay, us here. Um, not only was one of my buddies, uh, Joey Harlem, in one of these new uh, like mortgage commercials with Snow Informer playing. But there was also a commercial for DQ. Dairy Queen mm. with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae talking about how important family is and how food brings them together. And the food that brings them together is chicken nuggies and fries. Good for them getting a commercial. This <laughs> Honestly, this is probably really good money. <laughs> I hope so. I'm just, it was really weird considering you're telling me these are bad people. And then here I'm like, oh, these guys are such sweethearts. Yeah. Look at them eating <laughs> sundaes and chicken nuggies and stuff. It's just, it's just weird. Uh, I don't know if this aired. It must have aired. Uh, it was part of the show. But first, also, NXT is just a turncoat. One week, Shotzi's talking about Burger King. The next week, Gargano's are talking about DQ. What's going on? Tell you what no one's having. Big Show Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Big Show says he, he had an idea. He had an idea burgers. for Big Show Burgers. And they were like, oh, yeah, you want to make Big Show Burgers? It's going to be seven figures to use like the big show name or something like that what? this was when he was with them yeah. and he's like no you know like I just make burgers and then when it's he it sounded like he wanted to do what odb does and then it's like fan access and you come to big show and you get a big show burger be lit. and all this yeah. yeah it's like a food truck but what could have been the big show burgers should have a show um big show odb and john favreau just go around in a food truck That'd be great. Yeah, that would be really good, I think. I feel like just Favreau with anyone in a food truck. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen the movie Chef. Fantastic. Uh, so I see in the chat here, Hackman says, clearly this was a sponsor for the Johnny Gargano's upcoming No DQ match. Ah. Clearly, DQ, No DQ. Sino Evil said he should now call them not Big Show Burgers, but... White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had White Castle? I have, yeah. What are your thoughts? It's on? not great. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have it here in Canada, but part of me is thankful. I think I had White Castle coming back from progress in New Orleans. Okay. It was a lot like... You got to get it drunk. That venue was like far away, and I'm pretty sure I had a White Castle there. It's the Little Burgers. Was that Crystals? Crystals? It's another, yeah, Crystal. I think that was Crystals. Crystal, White Castle is like the little tiny Little Burgers that you instantly regret, like right away. Like right away. (laughs) The place never looks clean either. You go into one. You go into some McDonald's now and it's like the fucking Apple store. 
It's like so clean and bright with screens everywhere. McCafe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Szechuan McChicken mm. still haven't had, but um, I, I, uh, sorry to go back to White Castle, but I've been to one in in Vegas, and then I've been to one in uh, Eight Mile Road in Detroit. Mm. Both look not great. No, not great conditions. No, yeah. We need White Castle commercials in our wrestling. We go to L.A. Knight, who clearly does not eat at White Castle or DQ, but he is going to eat his competition when he goes up against August. Gray, remember him? Retro Gray. Yeah. What's his name? Retro Anthony Green. Anthony Green. August Gray. He changed from one color to another, and he's going up against LA Knight, who hits August with a huge like pop up power slam, Davy Boy style. As he's beating down on August in this match, Bronson Reed comes out on the entrance ramp with LA Knight's blue leather jacket, and does the classic Chris Farley, puts it on. Fat guy in a little suit, or as he said, thick boy in a little suit, rips the coat into pieces from putting it on. I hope that actually isn't Gucci. This distracts L.A. Knight, who gets rolled up from August Gray for a two count. August hits him with a jawbreaker, goes for a flying crossbody, but misses. L.A. Knight hits him with a cravat into like a knee lift, and then the like cravat driver, the, the the cutter driver, if you will, the party foul mm. from uh, older wrestler uh, Adam Rose. Adam Rose. Yeah. And LA Knight pins Gray and wins his debut match, but he is fuming about his Gucci jacket. Okay. This guy's come in. He's got a lot of confidence. He's been running his mouth. Has he done enough to warrant someone taking his jacket and ripping it up. It seemed a bit much. He cost Bronson the match. He, he interfered in Bronson's match. Fair enough. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, you've been walking around with this blue jacket for a few weeks, and now you have your first match. Wouldn't you wear that jacket? Well, wouldn't you wear blue? He wasn't his, blue. his whole like, lighting's blue, his logo's blue, he's got a blue jacket, and now he's coming out in red trunks. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a, it was a choice. Uh, so clearly, this is setting up LA Knight Bronson Reed. Um, yeah. uh, not much of a match here, but I thought some of the moves Knight looked looked good. Uh, hit looked good. Um, intrigued by him versus Bronson because I think two guys who seem to I think seem to have a future in the company, and Bronson's been on a bit of a steady push, I'd say. So intrigued by the match. I just liked. Fat guy in a little coat. Sure. I, I still think it was mean. To rip against yeah. his jacket? Yeah, it's pretty mean. Yeah. What if it was Gucci? It'd be pretty expensive. Well, whatever. He might, he, he obviously likes the jacket, even if it was, you know, just five bucks from Old Navy or something. Like, it's still, it's still his jacket. It doesn't deserve to be ripped up. <laughs> he, he, I mean, if you went to one of my jackets, is this Gucci? No. Rip. <laughs> Like, I'd well, still be pretty mad. Well, you had to have interfered in my match. True. To piss me off. Well, wait, see. Did you forget about that mania. again? <laughs> you forgot about it again. I just think it's rest. Like when it comes to wrestling, you interfere in people's matches. That's that's part of the part of the game. I don't think you deserve having your clothes ripped up. If you, inter- I don't think he's done enough yet. Is what I'm saying. Well, now the feud's going to be like when Pri- didn't What was that on AEW? Um, Best Friends and Proud and Powerful. Yeah. When one week, it was like here, and then one week, 
brown powerful just set fire to like all their clothes. They took their 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 gear and put it in the showers and poured bleach and lit yeah. on fire or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it is a way to get at your opponent. Like, ha! I mean, it would have annoyed me. You won't be able to wear your your nice gear yeah. this week because I bleached it and ripped it. So. Next week, LA Knight's going to be like, yeah? <laughs> LA Knight will have the Godzilla. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's going to come out with that. <laughs> He's like, I'll show you. I got yours. <laughs> I'm wearing your Godzilla. Slut. It's like, nah, mate, the internet made fun of me weeks ago. I haven't used it since. Uh, I don't wear that anymore. <laughs> so the Battle of the Gear. Yeah. We'll see this probably next Fair week. Fair enough. No, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, LA Knight looked fun. Again, there wasn't much of a match, but the Power Slam looked good. I like that. And the that- moves he hit looked good, I yeah. thought, yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez backstage. They're talking about how, you know, tonight we, we won this match. Dakota won our match, but we still lost the tag titles and we need to prove again to everyone that we run this place. But, uh, Raquel is kind of looking at this contract like, yeah, I'll prove to everyone because I'm going to face Io Shirai. We have. Yeah, Dakota kind of... Raquel didn't actually seem too <coughs> interested in the match. Right. So I, I was wondering if this was a, maybe the first tease of a bit of dissension between the two because all Raquel seemed focused on was the match with EO with the contract she has but Dakota was like like I need this for me we've lost two of our last tag matches come on let's let's get this win um so I wonder if that's the start of the rift between those two Raquel's just gonna kick her to the curb I kind of hope that Raquel's just like hey we can still be friends and everything but I need to have this match yeah I don't think you you do any sort of turn until after the EO, EO match, but I, I, f- I felt that was a little seed this week. Yeah. We have Zaya Lee, who tells us, she's yelling at us, really, here yeah. in this like video here, and she mentions that the resistance will not be tolerate- tolerated. Clearly, she's not a fan of the resistance or the latest Star Wars trilogy. Mm. She says, obstacles will be removed. And we see... Uh, is it Tian Sha, the group here? Yep. Boa, Zaya, and uh, Mei, Mei, Mei Ying. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming at the takeover, we said this is like the last takeover, we finally get more of maybe what's going on here with the Mei Ying stuff. So maybe more Zaya Li next This week. I didn't like this, to be honest. Um, just the lines were just, it became generic. Yeah. And I think everything's been quite creative with this. Just air Whereas another it, one of those It was essentially, videos. resistance is futile. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> obstacles will be obliterated it just seemed very generic wrestler say a lot of words without saying anything which i think is a shame because i think they've built this quite nicely william regal after his night he's been having says hey hopefully the police drop the charges to kyle o'reilly and adam cole and uh we'll have some updates on what's going on next week and for what's going to happen at takeover stand and deliver so, is William Regal going to sweet talk the cops, the, the super troopers, to not lay any charges? Oh, yeah. I mean, they'll be, they're not going to be in prison, are they? They're both going to be available for takeover, <laughs> whether the charges are dropped or not. Yeah. They'll spend I, a night in the cell. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see, like, behind the scenes of what's going on here. And Bobby's going to try to break Kyle out. <laughs> Michael Schofield it. <laughs> I think Bobby's probably trying to break other people out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Bobby's up to. Drake wasn't on the show either tonight, was he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Jackson. Anyway. <laughs> She's on the other show. Oh, boy. 
have go- you seen the South Park vaccine? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. No, it's worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth watching. Do they mention Oprah eating babies? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what it's about. <laughs> a lot of your yeah, a lot of your favorite NXT people in, that, in this South Park episode for sure. Yeah, we go to our main event. The NXT tag team titles on the line. Karrion Cross and Finn Balor, the unlikely alliance, both get entrances. But you know who doesn't? The champions in this title match who are just looking like complete stooges in yeah. the middle of the ring waiting. Yes, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan are the tag team champions, and they didn't get an entrance. That's this. This they looked. I instantly was like, I don't think you can come back from this, <laughs> even if you win this match. Yeah, it, it looked bad. It made them feel so second rate here. I think. Yeah, I I didn't. I was instantly kind of taken aback. Uh, another thing that really has uh, affected me this week is: Have you seen uh, Oni Lorcan's tweet? I did, yeah. Someone paid him a lot of money to stop using caps. He no longer tweets in all capitals. He he has said that before. He's a bit he's a bit Brandon from New Jersey on Twitter. He's right. he's retired from using capitals before. No, he's not as whiny. And <laughs> <laughs> I love Brandon, but <laughs> I retire. <laughs> all right, mate. <laughs> Oni says he's... I, did Pat McAfee pay him off? I don't know. Who does he mean someone paid him to someone not Someone needs to pay him more. What is he talking about? Let's start a, a Kickstarter, a GoFundMe to get Oni to use caps it's again. It's a whole QAnon right there. It's, <laughs> why isn't he tweeting in all capitals? That's your gimmick. Why aren't you doing it? Um, we have Karrion Cross who starts off this match with Danny Birch. And Cross is just beating down on Danny Birch here. He's throwing him around, slapping him up. It's a bear hug. Uh, and then something kind of happens where it looks like Danny Birch is injured here. It looks like he, I don't know if it was something from taking a bump too hard, bump the wrong way, or if it was something to do with It was like his breathing, shoulder, shoulder. or I'm his not sure. tricep or something, yeah. It, it got a little uh, choppy here because it kind of seemed like they weren't sure what was really going on. So they they definitely moved the focus with the cameras away from Danny Birch. Yeah, they went to commercial break. There was kind of a lot of standing around as they were checking on Danny. So it did seem like a legit uh, injury of some sort. And then we went to commercials. But afterwards, yeah, Danny was at ringside. But just the way the camera was, you couldn't really see the heel corner, like where the tag rope is or anything. It was very much focusing on the ring and whoever was stood in like, cross or finn's position and then they're going to commercial break which didn't seem like they were planning on doing right away anyways and it's just this awkward like stare down between cross and finn but it looked like they did they weren't sure what was going on Mm. then they go to commercial but when we come back it's now oni who's tagged into the match and he's fighting finn finn lights him up with a series of chops drops him down for the standing mushroom stomp to the midsection and then it kind of shows danny birch is on the outside being tended to by like some like of the WWE doctors and mm. stuff, and they don't mention him ever again. He's taken away. They because they start fighting on the outside, and Danny Birch and these these doctors are gone. Danny's just removed from this match, but they don't tell us what's going on. Uh, and then on the outside, Finn runs and does the John Woo drop kick into Oni Lorcan, sending him into Scarlet, which pisses off his partner carrying Cross, who then blindsides Finn and attacks him. What tag team partners that don't get along? Cross beats him up. 
like slams him into the turnbuckle, the post, I mean, throws him back into the ring, and Oni hits him with a running uppercut kind of blockbuster style and pins Finn Balor. Oni has pinned the NXT world champ. Yeah. And the Danny and Oni retain. But uh, kind of before we get into what happens after, yeah, I, I, again, we record this right after NXT airs, and I haven't seen quite uh, too many too many moves here. But it looked like uh, people are saying in the chat it was something to do with some sort of double suplex there. Uh, I'm not sure what quite happened, and at this time, we're not sure if I, I don't think this is a work because they no, clearly no, 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 no. It was the way they were filming it that definitely made it made me seem like the, something was wrong. Look, obviously. They've got their match planned out, and it was quite early on in the match that this happened. Um, this wasn't like the that Imperium Undisputed Era match where it almost continued sort of seamlessly, or when we've seen Roddy fill in before. Unfortunately, I, I did think all three guys look kind of lost there. Obviously, Oni's now got to, to work the rest of the match. I don't know if they didn't bring it up too much with Danny because Danny and Oni are the heels and they didn't want to seem like because Oni automatically becomes a babyface then right it's him against your two champion contenders right and you're on your own that automatically babyfaces you no matter what your character is and I think maybe they were trying to not draw attention to Danny because of that dynamic but it just made the whole thing kind of fell apart a bit for me. They just all looked a bit lost, and understandably so, but yeah. we've seen people deal with this a bit better, I would I'm, say. I'm, I'm just searching Danny Burch into Twitter, and it seems some people are saying that he's got a possible separated shoulder, allegedly. Mm. Like, that's what some people are saying. So uh, that could be what had happened to him during this match, and I hope Danny Boy is all right. Uh, shout out Danny Burch. Yeah, I hope he's all right. But, like, this this match, a, though... What a whimper. I think this this really... Just the whole booking of your tag champs this week made them look like chumps. Just e- even Danny in the in the few seconds he was in the match, looking scared, going up against Cross. It just makes your your tag champions look like jokes. They've been champions for a while now. At this point, yeah, they've been in a war games match. You know, you shouldn't be too scared of this Cross guy. I know he's your main eventer, and you're trying to build him up, but. Uh, this really didn't work for me at all. No, and it then just seems so apart. generic with the bumping into Scarlet and the brawling after. Um, so you're mm. saying it felt like a WWE act because that's it what felt. This... Yeah, it felt paint by numbers. Uh, I don't want to be this guy, but I'll be devil's advocate here. Uh, the last time people were talking about uh, it was mentioned in Finn Balor's promo, kind of briefly. Uh, Karrion Cross with his injury match with Keith Lee. Then we have. Injuries in this match, uh, it's kind of like, hey, what's going I on? Mean, and of course they happen and stuff. I'm just injuries like, happen, but... Um, it's like, hey, what's going on? He what? hasn't impressed me yet. No, like injuries aside, I've not been impressed with Karrion Cross. Um, and I did think out of the three, he looked, even just on the apron, he looked completely lost when Danny was taken out. I, I, again, I, I'm just, I, I want to see Cross get so bad. So I want to see Cross and Scarlet like improve and go forward. And mm. I, they, unfortunately to me, they look like something that belongs in your fiend kind of level yeah. territory. And the wrestling has not hit for me. And I, I'll keep saying, I like the wrestling. I like the in-ring stuff, bell to bell, but Cross has not brought any of that whatsoever. Um, I feel Raw would actually be the right place for him because it seems to be at the moment you've got, Raw, which is made up of your your kind of your big meaty lads slapping each other around. You've got your 
your um obviously Drews, Seamus, Lashley's, you got your Keith Lee's, even Riddle I put in that. It's got a lot of big guys who can go on Raw. And I think he'd suit that perfectly. And then on SmackDown, you've got more of your kind of like old ex Ring of Honor technical, like your Cesaro's, your Daniel Bryan's, your Seth Rollins. It seems more like the wrestling show, but a little older, you know. And then you've got your NXT, which has always been your slightly kind of smaller guys, your faster workers, your your epic New Japan style matches. Perhaps he doesn't fit in here. After the match, Cross again, <clears throat> excuse me, attacks Finn Balor. He then locks Finn. He hits the the Doomsday on Oni Lorcan as well. He's like, get out of here, Oni. Don't mm. care. Again, who cares about the tag champs is what they're telling us like six times tonight. They get the Oni out of the ring, even though Oni retained. He beats down on Finn Balor. Cross puts Finn in the cross jacket, chokes him out, but Scarlet stops him. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then gets Finn to his feet, kind of putting him in a daze, distracting him, which allows Cross to hit him with this forearm to the back of the head, leveling him out. And then they say, you cannot escape fate as we go off the air with Cross standing tall over Finn. Uh, yeah, the forearm looks still looks weak. It, it still look, looks weak. It's like you're shoving someone in the back of the head. I keep telling myself, Cross, I know you got something. I know there's something there. I think we can get it out of you. But so far, it's nothing's hitting for me no. on this. But I, I still feel like maybe there's a chance for him. But it's not doing it for me. I will say that uh, without them announcing any sort of double, I know there's two nights of takeover, one on USA and one on the Peacock. But the the chance of this title two title night thing against possibly seeing Finn fight two people two nights in a row. That's not, doesn't seem like it's happening. No. And I'm instantly like, well, this is our main event. Cause that doesn't really, it makes sense. Storyline wise, both guys were injured and there's been injuries and the title has been flopped around and Finn's been holding it. And on this crazy run, carrying cross does deserve his title shot back. But from what we've seen so far, I'd much rather just go, let's just go. Finn I versus. think this could be the TV this could be the, match, the, the and I think we might have Cole and Kyle for the network Peacock. Network. That's what shows you the title match is free on TV. Maybe, uh, maybe and Cross loses and goes to Raw. Yeah, um, I I've been pretty high on NXT recently, but whether this was because of the lack of people there or or what, there was there was something in the air tonight. Nothing really clicked for me. No, I, there I was. Didn't think it was a very good show. <laughs> saying something and, was in the air tonight at NXT was not the right yeah. thing. And I don't think normally there's at least one match I'd come away from be like, yeah, slightly weak show, but the main event this week, there wasn't anything. I didn't really like this. No, show. I, no, I didn't think it was a good show tonight. It's just it's instantly WrestleMania season. Give me the green light, and it's not that hard to put the things into place and i feel like it was just awkward it was clunky mm. it was like all over the place like not sure really what they're doing but they're doing it and yeah going forward i think i think they were just dealt a bad hand this week um and I, I, yeah didn't play particularly well with that hand right um, they made it out they made it out though they broke even yeah just about <laughs> Just like me. Um, shall we go to some feedback? Yes, that's what we thought of NXT. Uh, overall, uh, kind of a little less than in the middle show for me. But let's go to some feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com. 
We go to Charbel. The Chosen One back. is no more, he says. Why? Make place for good Charbel. <laughs> yes, listen to our Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review. Uh, can I say, Charbel, uh, this guy is in uh, Quebec somewhere. He is one of our, he is our biggest fan here. He's been asking us to do a Patreon before we even dreamed of doing mm. a Patreon. and Before we even knew each other. Some guy, Charbel, was like, you should do a Patreon. He's like, you guys should be friends. (laughs) Uh, Charbel um, is one of our biggest supporters. He's a world champ. And we've done shows with him before. But just last week, he was on an Up Yours that we do on the Patreon. And he chose Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse that Mm. we did a review of. And Charbel kind of talks about uh, his his past year of dealing with COVID, being a family man in the restaurant industry and stuff. And... Uh, that was one of my favorite shows that we've ever done. And it was with this guy, Charbel. I, I love Charbel. Wonderful he, guy. He makes us uh, be better people. He makes us be heroes. And he makes us uh, continue to do this show. Absolutely. 100%. And that's 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 a shoot, brother. Thank you, Charbel. Good Charbel. Good Charbel. He asks, who is Saray? I already love her and she gives me huge Kyrie vibes. I just can't wait to see her. I'm really happy to see LA Knight last night sorry excuse me i'm really happy to see la night this week but i'm not sure nxt is the best place for him i think the next takeover has a huge potential to be the best card yet but with two nights i guess it will be bring the excitement down because i see the card shaping up and i can't see being excited for some of the matches knowing they will probably have 11 over the two nights but time will tell I hope Escobar destroys Devlin. Escobar is putting the title over like no other cruiserweight ever did. Question of the week. If he loses, does he go up? Um, no, I see Escobar staying and maybe being in a different like North American division, definitely. perhaps something like that. Yeah, definitely. We go to Mystery who says, Hiya, Saray debuting soon is great. Io Raquel is going to be good, but I can't shake the feeling that Io is retaining with Dakota being... Uh, insistent that her and Raquel stick together. If they don't split next week, then I feel like EO is retaining with Raquel turning on Dakota after it. Great. They took out two steps backwards with Cross. Awful. Question of the week. What do you guys think of Asuka going Japanese history X on Shayna on Raw this Monday? What was the curb stomp? I can't even, uh, we watched it. I can't even remember. It was, it reminded me of Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara from last week. Right. The, the, the oh. Chair. Um, not quite Edward Norton. You no. know, like, there is an Asuka match, like, I know you're not in Shayna, but I am interested in a proper Asuka-Shayna match at some point. I don't know why they've had these throwaway matches on Raw, because I think that's something you can easily build up. They're the two most dominant champions in NXT history, and I think they actually have pretty good chemistry together as well. I just, I don't like what they've, what they've had so far, but yeah. you can build it up. You can always do it again. We go to Fire Frank, who says, Shout out Cameron Grimes on vacation. Takeover build moving along quite well. EO coming out and shoving the contract in Raquel's face was so cool. Obviously, they the show had to be rebooked a bit, but it wasn't a complete mess to me outside of some weirdness. The biggest news of the night had to be the return of Volta. Definitely looking forward to him versus Champa or any variation various combinations with him we can think of knight got his first win thankfully the distraction via fat guy in a little coat was just to further the feud with him and reed glad to see reed possibly getting a takeover match out of this 
Carl and Adam proving the reputation of the NXT parking lot. Stark looked good in defeat. Main event was okay. The injury threw it off. But just to further the title match build, which is fine, I guess. Show definitely was hurt by the absences. But overall, I'd call it a solid 6.5 out of 10. Bowls of Lucky Charms knockoff cereal. Shout out Leprechaun. Leprechaun. We go to B from New York. Good show with the best part being the con- confirmation of Walter's return to America. Unless you're Vic Joseph and you treat this shocking return like it's nothing. Yeah, maybe that's... Yeah, that it was underwhelming. There wasn't a, oh my, or anything. You know how like when Zack Ryder showed up at Impact and they lost... <laughs> Holy shit! They're like, oh my god. What? Zack Ryder? Cardona? What? What? Vic Joseph doesn't know wrestling moves, and Vic Joseph doesn't know Walter, <laughs> is what I'm saying, I think. Uh, let me go back from B from New York, who says, uh, Not to always do the Vic versus Morrow thing, because I like Vic, but that's a moment that deserves an exciting sell, and this continues to be one of his major struggles as the lead announcer, and major juxtaposition to show how the job was previ- previously handled. Hopefully he gets a little better at that. Either way, Walter Champa should be a great match, and the two-night card is really developing. Hopefully with the two nights, they save a little room for some of their up-and-coming talent that haven't gotten a lot of experience on TakeOver, as it should be a great week to get some shine. I would say, with the calls, I know sometimes people worry that, oh, it could seem a bit over the top, and that was definitely a criticism that Moro had. We're joking about Matt Stryker, but Sino and I both said they did a recap video at the beginning of Impact yesterday for Sacrifice, and they made it look like the most (laughs) epic show ever. And because they've got these calls, which, yeah, they're quite over the top at the time. But when you see that highlight package, you like go, wow, that looked like a great show. And if you've, you're building this package for Volta versus Champ or, or whatever, you've got his big return and you go, oh, it's Volta. Hey, it's Walter. Oh, he, he's back. The NXT UK champion's back. It's like, come on, you... Yeah, I, I Could have been a bit bigger, yeah. We go to Muggen, who says, A few musings from an episode rocked by COVID. Lorcan Birch versus Cross Balor, Telegraph, no title change. MSK are owed a title match. The Dusty Cup isn't a joke. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's injured, so they'll still get that title shot, I'm sure. <laughs> Dakota Kai and Zoe Stark had a very good match. Stark has a lot of upside. The Cruiserweight unification match was a long time coming. Escobar's season ain't ending yet. Do I sense dissension between Dakota Kai and Raquel? Volta hopping the Atlantic to hit Champa with the hand of God was a big surprise. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly continue to tell a hell of a story. Sure, the NXT title match will be the main event of TakeOver, but this will overshadow both nights, mark my words. P.S. The roster, some of them anyway, need to stop being careless about COVID this close to TakeOver. Yes, then we go to... Or just in general, at any time, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We go to Alex K from Toronto. Hey guys, an okay episode of NXT that definitely moved along, although made makes it apparent they are trying to stretch things out. Uh, I was left with three burning questions. Is Teddy Long a guest GM of NXT since I don't think there has ever been an NXT that had more tag team match or singles matches lead to tag team matches? Holla, holla, holla. Number two, Cole versus O'Reilly seem to have missed a stop between singles match without side interference in a fight pit match. Time to get it. Get it out of mothballs. Number three, NXT seems to give us matches without defining who we should cheer for and who to boo. Example, Devlin and Santos. Not sure I should cheer for. The loudmouth claiming he's the only champ or the other loudmouth who has two lackeys doing his dirty work. That headbutt and the Devlin inside did great make for great visual for the match. Stay safe. 
And finally, we go to Jesse from the six, 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 who says, Happy St. Patrick's Day, lads. I liked Birch's mod T-shirt. I also like your shirt, Davey. I'm drinking Guinness right now. Take care. Well, <laughs> thank you, Jesse. And just for you, I read it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we thought all the times you write in, Jesse, that we thought maybe we'd let David write. Yeah, and it the was short the shortest one. one. <laughs> With no big words. Uh, hey, thank you guys for listening to us talk about NXT here tonight we talk about AEW as well every thursday we record bd elite it's on this very feed uh so go and listen to that as well we'll be definitely talking about the lights out match mm-hmm. women main eventing AEW. i i'll say it again i've said it before uh nxt's been on quite a little roll lately obviously tonight had some things uh, up against them that maybe kind of affected this show if i wasn't doing the show i would have definitely have tuned into AEW. i think i had to see sting talk uh, mm, I'd have probably watched NXT this week. I think I feel like I would have wanted to see the the main events, the the anything. You just put St. Patrick's Day on the name and made me go, yeah, I'll watch that. Nothing that nothing was particularly hyped up on either show this week. Uh, I am looking forward to watching AEW, but I can't say it was enough to break my routine of watching NXT. Right? I mean, we I always mean, do show this. aside. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. There wasn't enough this week, but we'll talk all about that tomorrow. Yes, listen to uh, Deep Impact as well. Davey reviewing Impact uh, for, for as long as it remains on Tuesdays. I mean, they'll stay on Tuesdays, but we're not sure if NXT will be uh, taking over our Tuesday night slot. So, like to find out soon. <laughs> le- le- yeah, I need to tell my boss at my shoot job. Uh, so, listen to all the shows we do. Shot in the Dark with John Cena. And again, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash up next. $5 a month, North American tier, gets you access to all the shows we've been hyping up and everything in the back catalog, including this Leprechaun review, the Super J Cup 94, best matches ever, all the stuff, all the shows, so many podcasts. And let's finish with some thank yous to some of our patrons who keep this show free for us each and every week. I'd like to say a big, big thank you to Kieran Joyce. Hey, thank you, Kieran Joyce. Shout out, Kieran Joyce. And shout out to Beers This. This is someone's name. Beers This. Beers This. St. Paddy's shout Day out as beers. well. Uh, shout out to Cody Lattonville. Thank you so much. That is one of my personal friends. Oh, so thank, thank you, Cody. Cody. He loves the show. He, he, I love him. He's a great guy. We also need to shout out Jose Aguilera. Oh, yeah. New world champion. World champ. Who picked Glen Gary Glen Ross for us to watch. And I know you haven't seen it. No. And you're in for a treat. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you to Spells Dinkle. Hey, sp- thank you, Mr. Dinkle. And thank you to Thomas Mulligan. Shout out, Thomas Mulligan. Yeah, we'll be talking to him this weekend with NXT TakeOver London. Thank you, Thomas, for being a world champ. Yeah. Thank you, Alex Woods. Shout out to Nick Romano. A big thank you to Grapple Spotlight's JP. Yes, Mr. TNA. Yeah. JP. And shout out to Jamie Young as well. Uh, thank you all. These are some patrons that we shout out every week when you guys sign up. But we appreciate you. Patreon is how we keep the lights on here, especially in the crazy pandemic and all the stuff. Uh, we, we just podcast a whole lot. We go on Twitch. We podcast. We do all the things. And we appreciate you. So uh, give us a follow on the Twitter and Instagram as well, at UpNextPodcast, for all the updates of all the shows when we're going live and just little things here and there including John Cena's uh, Tony Khan Curb Your Enthusiasm it's wonderful yeah it's great and all the stuff so uh, join us Fastlane Watch Along and um, I, I mentioned Post Wrestling Podcast Day April 3rd um, just for any any people who are thinking about signing up for Patreon well come April Wrestlemania is happening it's also our three year 
anniversary. It is. Up next turns three. So on night one of WrestleMania, before the show, we will be doing an up next WrestleMania tailgate live with all our patrons will be invited via Zoom. We're going to hang out. We did one on the SummerSlam and it was wild. Things yeah, got was crazy. Great. Things got nuts. I'm not planning anything this time around because last time was... I'll just let Charbel lead and talk about Pokemon or something again. <laughs> and people will start cooking chicken, bring yep. their kids, get it their was cats. Wonderful. It was crazy. It was great. So we will be doing a WrestleMania night one before the tailgate to Mania and then a watch along as well. So uh, anyone can join us for the watch along yes. on the Twitch. But if you're a patron, uh, definitely, because we have some crazy stuff lined up for April. But some of the stuff we've been putting out here on March are been have been just been so much fun. So uh, appreciate everyone listening and supporting us here. Uh, and uh, I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davy Portman. Uh, the world is uh, a crazy, twisted place lately, and sometimes waking up to some of the news uh, can really put me in a sour mood. And uh, I want to say, uh, stop the Asian hate. Uh, and uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, some of the stuff that's been going on in Atlanta really uh, turned my stomach this morning. So I had to kind of end the show with that. So uh, thank you. Take care. Be safe. And when I say be safe, I mean be safe. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.